Hello and welcome to my annual Oscar predictions video. It is Academy Awards Eve. The nominees are about to snuggle up in their beds, hoping that Oscar Santa will drop an Oscar on their heads. You know, that didn't sound right. I didn't think that out before I said it. Really what I'm getting at is that tomorrow is the Academy Awards. We know who the nominees are. We know who the front runners are. The only thing left to do is to pick the winners. And I will be picking the winners in all 23 categories. Don't worry, I'm going to go fast. This won't be as long as the actual Academy Awards. So if you're still filling out your Oscar pool and you want a little bit of guidance as far as who I would pick, I'm going to tell you who I think will win the Academy Award, and I'm also going to tell you who I would pick for each category. So let me roll up my sleeves here and let's get started. And I'm actually going to start with the categories that you will not see the full presentation of on the Oscars. There's been much to do, Wade, about the fact that there are several categories that will be given away before the show and then you will see their speeches during the show supposedly i'm still very skeptical as to how that's going to work out but they may be last in the academy's eyes but they're first in my eyes so we're going to go over the academy awards that will not be presented live on the telecast and the first category we're going to look at is best original score these are the nominees you're looking at them right now i think the race is honestly between hans zimmer with dune jermaine franco with encanto and the power of the dogs Johnny Greenwood and the person who I think will win the Oscar it would also be my personal pick is Hans Zimmer for Dune if he wins it would be his first win in over 25 years since winning for the Lion King back in 1995 and an acceptance speech by one of the most influential composers in modern movie history over 25 years after his last Oscar win sure would be great live television wouldn't it well you're not going to see it this year even if Hans Zimmer doesn't win let's move now to production design you're looking at the nominees right now I think this is between three. I think this is probably going to be between Dune, Nightmare Alley, and The Tragedy of Macbeth. And once again, the movie that I think will win and the movie that I would pick for the Academy Award is Dune. If they do win, sure to be some very enthusiastic award speeches that we may or may not see. Looking on now to Best Sound, which is a category that was recently combined into one. This is a little trickier than some people may have. I think it's between Dune and West Side Story. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if West Side Story wins. Music-based movies and musicals do very well in this category historically. But the movie that I think will win, and my personal choice if I had to choose, is Dune. Doug Hemphill would win his second Academy Award with 10 nominations and a win in 1993, back for Last of the Mohicans. So a great team of sound designers there and sound engineers. Hopefully we'll get to hear what they say on Sunday. The next category is best film editing. And with West Side Story not being in the mix here, I think this is another one that's fairly straightforward. My pick who I think will win the Oscar and the person who would be my personal pick is Joe Walker for Dune. This would be his first Academy Award in three tries. He was nominated for 12 Years a Slave and Arrival. He's also edited Shame, Sicario, Blade Runner 2049, Widows, amongst others. And on a personal note, he came in to do uh, an interview back when Arrival came out, back during my Screen Junkies News fandom entertainment days, and was just a really nice guy, very insightful. Obviously, he's an Oscar-nominated slash potential Oscar-winning editor, so he knows a thing or two about making movies. You can find that review over on that channel. It was a great discussion with him, so if he wins, I'll be very happy to see him take home the Academy Award. Hopefully, he won't be cut out of the show too much. Best Makeup and Hairstyling will also to be presented ahead of the show. This, I think, would be between three movies, Cruella, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci, and I have a split here. I think that The Eyes of Tammy Faye will win the Academy Award. However, I think that if I were to choose the winner, it would be Cruella. That would be my personal vote. But when you look at the awards team behind The Eyes of Tammy Faye, all first-time nominees, 
all first-time winners if they do take home the Oscar. The enthusiasm and excitement will be palpable in the pre-show, and hopefully some of that will translate into the portion that we see on the telecast. Finally, we get to the short subject categories, all of which have been transferred over to the pre-show. And the documentary short subject category is actually pretty difficult to pick. It's generally, I think, between two different short documentaries. One of them is Audible. The other one is The Queen of Basketball. And before I pick the winners, if you want to see me break down all of these films individually, I did a video earlier this week where I reviewed uh, every movie in the short film category as well as the animated films, the international films, and the documentary feature films you can click the little thing up there in the corner so I'm not going to break down each film individually but I do think that it is between Audible and The Queen of Basketball the consensus seems to be around The Queen of Basketball but I'm going to play with my heart here a little bit I'm going to say that Audible will win the Academy Award it would also be my personal choice if I picked this award honestly The Queen of Basketball is a movie that very very easily could win but I think because of CODA because the deaf community has so much been in the spotlight this award season and because audible like i said would be my personal choice anyway i think that in a close race it's going to just edge over the line and pick up that oscar but queen of basketball if you're 50 50 on it that's a safe bet as well moving on to best animated short film it's a very weird selection this year i think it's legitimately probably between robin robin and the windshield wiper my pick as far as who i think will win the academy award and my personal choice if i could vote in this category is robin robin which is a stop motion Uh, animation short. However, a word of warning in all of these categories, these are notoriously difficult ones to pick because not everybody votes in them, not everybody watches them, and so the general wisdom sometimes can be way off base. This is sort of, I wouldn't say a stab in the dark because I have watched all of these, and I think that taking the more family-friendly, accessible one of the five isn't the weirdest, dumbest decision to make, but just keep in mind there's a reason that these short categories will often make or break your Oscar pool. It's because they're notoriously difficult to prognosticate. Having said that, I'm picking Robin Robin. And then we go to the live action short film. This is another one where I split. And I think that this is a very, very close competition. The three that I would give frontrunner status to are Please Hold, The Long Goodbye, and Alakachu Take and Run. If I were going to pick my personal choice for the award, I would select Take and Run, which I think is a very powerful short film. However, I think that The Long Goodbye will win the Academy Award. And again, you kind of have to go with the intangibles here. And that's because Riz Ahmed is part of the team nominated. And I think that uh, there's going to be a lot of appeal and probably some goodwill for the fact that he put in such a great performance last year. So I think we're going to see that rare moment where an actor wins an Academy Award in a non-acting category. Sometimes we see it with producing, uh, but something like in the short film category is very rare. It will be a great moment if it happens, and hopefully the tape delay will catch it in all of its glory. So as you can see, I'm more than a little salty about all of these awards being thrust into the pre-show. These awards, by the way, will be presented by Jason Momoa and Josh Brolin, and it's perhaps fitting that they take the actor who played the alien who snapped half of the universe out of existence to present awards that were snapped out of existence on the live Oscar telecast. I just worry about it. I really, really do. And I want each of these crafts people to get their moment in the sun and not feel lesser than the other nominees. Because I was looking at the runtime of the Academy Awards. It's still slated for a three-hour show. I mean, they cut over a third of the awards from the live telecast, and yet the show is still supposed to run as long as it's always run. So it'll be very interesting to see if they decide to come right in at three hours or if we just put in some filler. 
I think I know what the answer is going to be, but we'll see what happens on Sunday night. Let's move on now to the awards that you will see during the live telecast, and they will be presented live as well. And we'll start with Best Animated Feature Film. This is a three-film race. I think that it is between Encanto, Flea, and The Mitchells versus The Machines. I would not be surprised to see any of those three win the Oscar on Sunday. However, my personal vote, if I were going to select the winner, and also the movie that I think will win the Academy Award, is Encanto. It's just a feeling here. I think that there is an enthusiasm around the movie. I think it had an advantage by opening in theaters around Thanksgiving, but opening on Disney Plus and really getting that mass audience right at the end of the year. Flea and Mitchells versus The Machines were earlier in the year. It is such a close competition. Not a lot would surprise me there. Let's go on to Best Cinematography. And this is one where I actually split from my favorite movie uh, that's nominated in the category. I think that Greg Fraser will win for Dune. However, my personal pick would be Nightmare Alley's Dan Lostson. Uh, for his beautiful work in that film from Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I mean, it's really just sort of like, what does your heart say versus what you think will win? If either of them wins this award, I'd be very happy. Uh, But this is one of the places where you'll see me pick against Dune on my personal list, just because I love the look of Nightmare Alley so much. However, I think Dune is going to add to its awards total with that category. Moving on to best costume design, uh, this is another one that is notoriously a little bit difficult to pick because it's kind of like comparing apples and oranges, but my pick, who I think will win, and my personal pick, if I were to pick the category uh, and give the Oscar to the person of my choice, would be Cruella and Jenny Beaven, who has won Academy Awards in the past. I think it's just the most uh, noticeable work, number one, but I also just think they're really well-designed costumes, and I wasn't a huge fan of Cruella in general. The design and the look of everything in that movie uh, was something that I thought was a big positive as far as that goes. So I'm picking Cruella to win Best Costume Design. Back to the documentary category, and we're going to be looking at documentary feature, and this is being set up as a two-horse race. Most people will say that it is between Flea and Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. However, I'm going to throw in an upset pick. There's a documentary called Riding with Fire, which is about female journalists in India that I think could, and I'm not saying will, I think it has a small chance of pulling off that upset. I wouldn't be absolutely shocked if it did. I would personally select Flea if I were picking the winner in this category, but I think that the momentum, the Guild Awards, everything is saying that Summer of Soul is going to be the documentary winner. I am picking it to win the Academy Award. I think that Questlove is going to be walking away with the Oscar statue at the end of the night. And, uh, you know, I really can't begrudge it. These are really all in their own way enjoyable films. A very difficult choice for me to make as far as my own personal preference. And I think that Summer of Soul is a great documentary. Moving on now to Best International Film. And this is another one that is just stacked. I think that The Hand of God and Lunana are really good movies. But this is really between, I think, Drive My Car from Japan, Flea from Denmark, and The Worst Person in the World from Norway. I worry that Flea is going to, despite getting three nominations, as an animated film, as a documentary, and as an international feature, I think it's going to walk away empty-handed because I think that Drive My Car will win the Oscar for Best International Feature Film. It is a Best Picture nominee. It is a Best Director nominee. My personal choice, if I were going to give the Oscar to one of them, would be the worst person in the world. I wouldn't be shocked if it won because it also picked up screenplay nominations, so there's obviously some love for it there. But Drive My Car, to me, seems to be the movie that is really um, in control at the moment, so that's going to be my pick. 
Moving on to best original song, and this is one where I think it's down to three. I think Beyonce and Be Alive. I think that uh, Billie Eilish and No Time to Die, and then uh, Dos Orguitas, which is music and lyrics by Lin-Manuel Miranda, all have that star power. The movie that I think will win the Oscar, and my personal choice, if I were going to award uh, in this category, is Dos Orguitas from Encanto. Uh, Despite the fact that a couple of my favorite original songs from last year weren't even nominated, Something important that really hasn't been a narrative that I've heard people talking about, but which is true. If Dos Oreguitos wins at the Academy Awards tomorrow night, then Lin-Manuel Miranda will complete his EGOT, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. He is just lacking the Oscar right now, so we could see an EGOT winner crowned tomorrow night. Uh, And again, with Encanto, I think the one thing that people are talking about perhaps the most from that movie is the music. We don't talk about Bruno is not nominated. Apparently, there will be some kind of performance of the song. I think that just shows you how popular the music from that film is. I think that's going to carry over to this song. And uh, Dos Orgitas, by the way, a beautiful song. Moving on to visual effects. This one was actually pretty easy for me to pick. Uh, You know, if you're going to say it's between two, I'd say probably Spider-Man No Way Home and Dune. But I think that Dune is going to win the Academy Award. And if I were to award the Oscar, I would also pick Dune. So add that to Dune's total for the night. Moving on to best adapted screenplay. The screenplay categories are so hard to pick this year. Of the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay, I would only really count Dune out of the running as far as who I think could win. I think Coda could very easily win. I think Drive My Car easily could win. The Lost Daughter with by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Obviously, people love the fact that you have someone known for acting transitioning into a different part of the filmmaking craft. The Power of the Dog by Gene Campion. Also, all movies I could see taking home this prize. I'm going to go with the hot hand here and say that Sean Heater's Coda is going to win the Oscar for Best Adapted screenplay if i were going to pick the academy award winner i would pick drive my car that's who i would give the prize to Uh, but all of them are great screenplays i just think that coda is hitting at the right time in this award season and i think that it's going to take home the oscar when we look at best original screenplay another difficult one i would only discount don't look up from this race uh, along with king richard i think it's going to be between belfast licorice pizza and the worst person in the world licorice pizza had the early momentum but i think that kenneth brenna's belfast is a favorite with a lot of voters and i think as people realize that it's not probably going to win in any other categories they may look at the screenplay category and say let's give sir kenneth branagh his academy due here so i am picking belfast as the movie that will win the oscar if i were going to award the academy award it would actually be to don't look up which is one of my favorite movies from last year but it is a very divisive film comedy in general um not always a good lock with the screenplay award uh, so i think that kenneth branagh will be holding the academy award at the end of oscar night tomorrow moving into the acting categories i'll go to the one that's the easiest to pick best actress in a supporting role this is really been Ariana DeBose's race from the beginning. I think that she will win the Oscar tomorrow night. She would also be my personal pick in that category. So I think it would be very, very surprising if anybody else took home the Academy Award, not to overlook the four other great performances in that category. Anjanou Ellis, for a brief moment, I think was a real front runner, but Ariana DeBose has really taken everything by storm. Looking at Best Supporting Actor, Cody Smith-McPhee for a very long time was the front runner. I would not be surprised if he won. There's a lot of love for the power of the dog, but Troy Kotzer has really been taking the award season by storm. He's also really great in that movie. He would be my personal choice if I were handing out the Oscar, and he is the person that I think will win the Academy Award. 
He's got the momentum, and I just think, like I said earlier, that Coda is peaking at the right time. Moving on to Best Actor, this is really, I could see it conceivably going to three different people. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, although I think he's fading in the race a little bit. Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom, but I think that he has also faded in the backstretch. The conventional wisdom, and I think the thing that will actually happen, is seeing Will Smith win the Academy Award for King Richard. He is my pick to win. I just think that uh, he's been around for a while. He's had the ups and downs in his career. It's a very close category, but people like King Richard. They like him in the movie. And I think a lot of people just want to see Will Smith's acceptance speech for winning that award. I know that seems like a weird rationale for making a pick, but the Academy can be weird sometimes. If I were handing out the Best Actor Oscar, I would give it to Andrew Garfield and Tick Tick Boom. And hope this doesn't make me seem too biased, but I would like to just go ahead and pretend like he won by making an announcement using a piece of award season swag. And the Oscar for Best Actor goes to Andrew Garfield. Tick, tick, boom. Good job, Spider-Man. Now that was fun. All right, let's move on to Best Actress. This was at one point thought to be, well, first it was thought to be Kristen Stewart's race to lose. Then it was thought to be Nicole Kidman's race to lose. But Jessica Chastain has come on strong. I think that she's going to take home the Oscar. And if I were awarding the Oscar, I would also choose Jessica Chastain. But you never know. I think Penelope Cruz could upset here. I could see Olivia Coleman. Honestly, I could see any of these uh, nominees taking home the Oscar. But again, it really does seem like it is crystallized into Jessica Chastain's race. She is a first-time winner, so you're going to get that enthusiasm. Best Actress in particular loves either a veteran or a new winner, and I think that you're going to see a new winner here and Jessica Chastain. Moving on to the final two awards, we have Best Director, and I think regardless of what happens in any other category, I would be very surprised if anybody but Jane Campion won this award. She deserves it. The Power of the Dog is a beautifully shot film. It's a beautifully acted film. It's just a beautifully put together movie, and as the director, she is the person at the helm of all of that. So I think that she will win the Academy Award. If I were giving it out, I would also give it to Jane Campion. Just an industry veteran who made a really, really beautiful and well-regarded film. And that takes us to the big one, to Best Picture, which is very odd this year because we have 10 nominees, and yet I really think, despite the presence of so many great films in this race, there are only two real possibilities that wouldn't just be an absolute shocker. And that is, it's really been a horse race here, between the power of the dog and Coda. The conventional wisdom for so long was that the power of the dog was just going to cruise to a best picture win. But I think that there are a couple of things to keep in mind. Number one, Coda has really, as I mentioned, come on strong in the Guild Awards. I think more people are seeing it as we get to the end of awards season, as opposed to, I think more people saw power of the dog at the beginning of awards season. And it's a stupid intangible, but it is an intangible. But there's also something else that happened, which is that uh, Sam Elliott was on a podcast and he decided to uh, wax poetic about his thoughts on the power of the dog. What are all those dancers, those guys in New York that wear bow ties and not much else? Oh, the Chippendales? That's what all these fucking cowboys in that movie look like. Uh-huh. They're all running around in shaps and no shirts. There's all these illusions of homosexuality yeah. Yeah. throughout the fucking movie. Yeah. But what the f*** does this woman from down there come Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand. Right. Know about 
the American West. Where's the Western in this Western? They were all really stupid things to say, in my opinion. But the, the point that I'm trying to make is that I think it's also reflective probably of how perhaps older Academy members felt about the power of the dog. They didn't want the Western demythologized. And while the Academy has made moves to broaden the race and age and genders of people that are voting for the Oscars, because this race is so close, I think it may come down to the ranked choice balloting system for Best Picture. If you don't know what that is, instead of just voting for one movie, which is how it used to work, you rank your movies from most favorite to least favorite, and then all of those numbers are averaged and combined, and the one with the best average score is your Best Picture winner. So you can have people that rank The Power of the Dog as their favorite movie, but I think you're also going to have a lot of people, perhaps older voters, that rank The Power of the Dog much lower on their ranked ballot because it's just not their kind of movie. Coda, on the other hand, is one that I think many people are going to have ranked high and that I don't think has as many detractors from the average Academy crowd that would rank it as low as some people may rank The Power of the Dog. Now, this may all be completely wrong. If The Power of the Dog wins Best Picture, I will not be one bit surprised. However, Coda's cast and the people behind the film have given great acceptance speeches all year. Stupid metric, but it's a true one. And it's also a really good movie. It wasn't on my personal top 10 list. Neither was Power of the Dog, to be honest. But I really, really enjoyed that movie. And it is a heartwarming movie. It's a feel-good movie. And it's the kind of movie that I think is going to hover around the top one to four spots on a lot of people's ranked choice ballots. Whereas I think there's more flexibility with The Power of the Dog. So in a close race, I'm going to say that Coda will win the Academy Award for Best Picture, something that would be almost unthinkable to predict almost a month ago. That's just how the awards season goes. Although, if you pick The Power of the Dog, I still think that's a smart choice. My personal pick is one that I don't think has a shot of winning. I would vote for Dune. I would give the Academy Award to Dune of all of these nominees, uh, but I don't get a vote, nor do I get to choose who gets the Oscars every year. There's a really interesting situation, though, because if my picks pan out, and even if I miss on a couple of them, I think that it's likely that Dune will come out of the night with the most Academy Awards won out of any other movie. If it only wins in the categories where I predicted it to win, and it's generally favored to win in those categories, then Dune will take home six Academy Awards. That would tie it with movies like All About Eve and Forrest Gump, Mad Max, Fury Road, Star Wars, but four out of those six awards will have been given out before the show. So there would only be two Dune Awards that were presented during the live telecast and not thrown to the edited down bits of whatever we're going to see of the acceptance speeches. Coda would win three awards all on the air, so I think it would be seen more as Coda's night because all of their awards would be live wins. Eyes of Tammy Faye and Encanto would both win two awards, and then all the other awards would be spread out. So by moving so many of these categories to the pre-show, I think the Oscars are likely also pushing the majority of wins for its most awarded film of the night out of the live telecast proper, which is would really be quite fitting considering the lack of care that I've seen with a lot of other stuff, quite frankly. And listen, I would love nothing more than for this to somehow work, but I really just don't see how this Academy Awards show is going to be pulled off in any kind of a satisfying way. And because of that, I will be watching the show live over on my Patreon at patreon.com slash Dan Merle for all patrons of all levels. I just redid the prices. Uh, you can join my Patreon for $2 a month, uh, and that would get you the watch along uh, to watch the Oscars along with 
with me. You could also join Dan's Movie Club for $5 a month. And now uh, the highest tier is $15 a month, which includes a monthly hangout. You can check out all that pricing, and I'd love for you to come join the Patreon and watch the Oscars with me, patreon.com slash Dan Merle. Thank you so much for watching my picks for the Academy Awards. And whoever wins or whoever doesn't win, I think that it's still going to be uh, an interesting show. I'm not going to say entertaining, but I'm going to say interesting show. Be sure to come back late tomorrow night after the Oscars. I'll have my full recap on whatever tomfoolery went down, as well as the winners and non-winners of the night. Thank you so much. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Pinch hitting for Pedro Borbon, Manny Mota, Mota, Mota.